Hi, everyone. Welcome to a quick Monday market update. I'm going to start on the debt ceiling because it has bearish implications for Bitcoin uh, and stocks just in the short term. Uh, of course, markets could remain very irrational, which is also a major possibility. And we could just say, you know, Bitcoin just continue to, to move higher, if not bounce off the support here and just go further up. Same with stocks, same with gold. Uh, lots of differing signals. I mean, we've got the dollar coming down, obviously, with the uh, you know, potential of the US default. And I'm just going to say again that that is just so highly unlikely. It could almost have a soft default effect. Sentiment could appear if it's going that way. But at the last second, I mean, I'm 99% positive just from my observations of these last few debt cycles that they're going to be bailed out. Uh, you know, one side's going to cave at the last second. Well, otherwise, the US loses its credit rating from where it is now to an, a lower level. A lot of the US Treasury bonds don't get paid out. Uh, you know, Defence Department doesn't get paid, you know, or, or medical, um, uh, the whole medical system doesn't get paid, you know, salaries, government salaries. It's just a shit show. So um, in my view, that just ain't going to happen uh, and they can just turn the money printers back on. Now, why this is a short-term bearish thing, you might be thinking, well, they're raising the debt limit, they're going to, you know, print more money or, you know, find it somewhere. Well, it actually has... Um, a negative effect in terms of liquidity. It actually sucks liquidity from the system. Um, that is if they raise the, the credit limit. So if you're in the you have your own bank account, you run that to zero. Essentially what the US government are saying, they're putting their hand out for another credit card to refill their bank account, but they have to get that liquidity from somewhere uh, and it drains liquidity from other sources. So it's not very good in the short term because we know that you know the Bitcoin market, the crypto market, it runs on liquidity. As soon as the Fed stopped um, pumping liquidity in the market, you know, in 2022, and has you know drained it all since then. The crypto market was just in the doldrums, and same with stocks, same with risk assets. So uh, it has a direct correlation. This, for mine, you know, longer term, absolutely bullish for scarce hard assets like Bitcoin. You know, for some cryptos as well, and generally just for the money printers being turned off eventually. But I'm just trying to give you guys a more nuanced view in the short term that generally raising the debt ceiling has not been bullish because it does drain that liquidity. So um, just keep that in mind, and it's why I think most major markets right now are just a bit on edge, and we're seeing a bit of irrationality in, in what's going on. Like I said, the dollar was down, the S&P 500 is grinding higher, Bitcoin's you know, grinding lower, gold's up. You know, all a bit of differing signals here, yields are up as well. Um, look, dollar being down and yields being down, that makes a bit of sense in case the US defaults, like I said before, but everything else. It's just irrational, and we're not getting too much signal in the noise. That's my view, and when that happens, just step back, look at the chart. You know, chart will tell you all uh, in these sort of situations if we're looking at Bitcoin. Um, so for mine, nothing has changed. Bitcoin is trading in no man's land, same as last week. It's just been in this sideways chop into this event, you know, potentially moving into this uh, triangle wedge pattern, which is trying to break down here. See how that ends out. It certainly looks like it is. Um, but just broadly, we want to see Bitcoin close above, you say, these week. We want to see it close above, you know, 27,300 on the daily, get through the 50 uh, sorry, the 100 moving average on the four hour, then we can safely think we're going back up to the you know 28,000s, if not higher. And um, likewise, on the downside, we want to see a breach of the $26,000 level where the 100 day moving average sits and also the 200 week moving average sits. Now, these are so, so important. I will just quickly draw attention to this though. There is a bullish divergence beginning to form, you know, across these, um, across these levels, you know, it's, it's minor. So I just want to point that out. It is minor, but price very clearly is making those higher lows. So uh, there is every thought here that um, as price is actually climbing higher, so um, gaining strength, but while sellers are throwing everything at the market, it kind of shows a bit of seller exhaustion. So that's, that's my view on it. Um, but if we go on up to the daily, just want to show you how important 
that 100 day moving averages, that yellow line there, you know, we've come down once, bang, second time, bang, third time, bang. Is this, you know, the start of a, a triple bottom type situation? I'm not sure, but it definitely will grinding higher each time and trying to really feel out each week, retesting that key support level. So it's just massive for mine. As long as we're staying above this, there's no issue. There's no reason to be bearish whatsoever. And I'll show you why in just a sec, but it is so, so important that we hold above that level. If not, we're coming into this drop zone beneath the 100. We're going to feel out some of these lower areas, you know, 25, 24,000, maybe 23,000 at this big volume support. Let's go up to the weekly and just show you why there's nothing to worry about just yet. Um, this is so, so healthy for um, Bitcoin and, and crypto just generally, when it has a massive breakout of a super strong consequential level like the 200-week moving average, it is so important that we come back and retest it as resistance now support. So flip flip the resistance into support above. You, you find that beautiful floor, then you know the market wants higher. And that's what we're trying to get at the moment. This is the 200-week moving average, the red line here. There's long been the floor of Bitcoin bear markets. And finally, we're back above it, thank goodness. But have a look just here. So this price action after we breach through it, and I'll just illustrate this, we're coming back down to retest this crucial level there as now support. Cannot be bearish here whatsoever unless we close a couple of candles beneath it, maybe on the four hour. And just look how important it was over here. We breached it uh, in this area here. We came up, found resistance, backed a little bit above, really nice bull trap there. Then underneath, we just couldn't breach it again. Came back up, retest it here as resistance, came back down hit that, uh, it's the 21 or 20 week moving average. And we finally breached it up through here, come back down, retest the support. Now that really what we should see here is this come down, really grind in this area and take out you know any, uh, any liquidity that's sitting there, giving us the rocket fuel to now move higher. And what this is doing um, essentially is resetting a lot of these momentum indicators, you've got the RSI, you know, coming back down to a nice middle level slowly on the weekly, you've got the stock RSI beginning to bottom out. Um, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself there. It's not quite bottoming out. You know, it's, it's getting down to these levels at uh, 20, you know, 30, that kind of area. Ideally, you want to see them cross over on the weekly to know that it's moving higher. But, you know, weekly's a bit bit lagging to really get that better signal going out of the daily and the four hour and then all slowly uh, resetting exactly what you want. So a lovely bounce up to the 100 week moving average if we can just really secure this area would be fantastic. Everyone wants lower. Everyone that was at 15K that wanted 12K now wants 22, 23 to, to reload. Market really rarely gives you those perfect entries. So just pay attention to that. You want to be looking at the broader picture. If there was no debt ceiling, if there was no um, you know, uh, other macro sort of you know, noise right now. And, and then this this just looks so tremendously healthy for higher. And I would say a lot of what's happened previously, um, it, it's coming to an end. So a lot, what are the feds doing? It's coming to an end the sooner rather than later. Just look ahead, look ahead. Where is this going? Uh, and a lot of what's happening right now, you will find is just noise. So just keep that in mind. We're going higher um, in the, the mid to longer term. And, you know, Bitcoin trying to show resilience here, which is just really, really great. But that's one, two, three, four. If this week closes red, that's, you know, four weekly red candles in a row. We rarely get that without, you know, some kind of reversal. And we really want that to happen at support. All right, just pivoting over to Litecoin now. Right now in this sort of environment, what um, we're really big on right now, recommending to the mastermind clients is only look at cryptos right now with either a massive narrative uh, you know, coupled with relative strength. If you don't have one of those two, and if you have both, fantastic. Uh, but right now, the main coin that I'm looking at, apart from Bitcoin, is Litecoin. I'm not looking at Ethereum. That even looks weak to me. 
Um, I'm also looking at some AI tokens getting a bit of a boost. There's some relative strength being shown there. There's a lot of what's happening uh, in traditional finance as well. There's a lot of love for um, AI in, in, in stocks. So there is there is that narrative there, the relative strength. Litecoin, though, I'm going to just stay on this here because it's got its halving in August and we see most of its gains, you know, round about this time. You know, we're almost in that, I think we're about 70 days um, to the halving and generally it tops out about 50 days um, before the halving. So just be mindful of that. But the relative strength here has been astounding. So it came back down to 77. It's up there. It was up 20-something percent. Now it's coming down here. It's just fallen out of this triangle here. But again, the bulls are just so strong at around nine. Each level that it comes back down, it just seems to create those higher levels. It's absolutely what I want to see. Um, 90 so far holding. It's it's hit off that 50 moving average on the four hour. Really love to see it. Really obvious bullish divergence starting to brew here. So RSI, and this is the hidden bullish divergence, RSI now going lower while price is going higher. Um, so for mine, this is setting up really, really nice. We can hold in this sort of area above 88. I'd look, ideally, I'd love to see this come down uh, and test, you know, this 88 level and you sort of scoop up like that, which is absolute possibility. Or it could stop here and go higher, you know, or it could just, you know, crash down like that. You really have to play it level by level. But I'm um, encouraged by the relative strength shown by like on the four hour, you know, stock RSI starting to uh, reset there as well. If we go up to the uh, good old daily. There's a much bigger pattern at play here. So I can absolutely see this, you know, just chopping around here for a little while. But I do expect this to move up at some point, challenges 100 level. And then we really see how, you know, hard this is going to drive into the halving. But on the daily, you know, it looks less good than the lower time frames. But generally, that happens on the lower time frames. If we're about to see a reversal, you see it look fantastic on the 30 minute. You see it look fantastic on the one hour. You see it start to look good on the four hour. And the daily is a little bit, mm, the weekly is, you know, is a bit mm, as well. But the shorter term stuff gives you that idea that it's trying to reverse. And then you should see that in the lagging effect through the different um, time scales. So, uh, guys, yes, two very clear levels that you should be paying attention to, 20, uh, 26,300, 400, give or take, and also 26,000 even. Watch for those levels. Don't make any knee-jerk reactions. Don't sell everything. Don't buy everything. This is not the time to do either or. So um, just keep that in mind. Watch those levels. Watch what's going on. And, uh, yeah, hope you've enjoyed this episode, guys. Yes, and don't forget to read our newsletter that we put out last week. It was all about moving averages and how to use them to your advantage to give you that edge on where to buy and it's so so important in this environment or in this particular structure of charting because we're about to see some of these moving averages absolutely test and what happens if they break what happens if they hold it's absolutely all in that newsletter so pay attention to that we're also releasing our top 10 portfolio this thursday maybe some alterations but all now buy and sell zones are going to be in there so have a wonderful day guys we'll catch you again next week bye